Where's the original intro? Glimmer glass. There we go. You are listening to The Glimmercast, a podcast of the Glimmerglass Festival which takes you behind the music. My name is Charlotte Mascaloni. As you may have noticed, things sound a little different over here. That's because we've got a new adaptation of Offenbach's The Pericol, or The Songbird. This version moves the show from its original setting in Peru to Mardi Gras in New Orleans during the 1920s Prohibition era. To understand what's going on here, we need to know two things. The first is that librettist Kelly Rourke created a bilingual French and English adaptation of the piece. The second is that maestro Jim Lau orchestrated and arranged Offenbach's original score into the style of a 1920s jazz band. Yes, my name is Jim Lau, he, him, and I am conducting Songbird, which I also arranged and orchestrated. My name is Kelly Rourke, she, her, hers. For Songbird, I am the librettist. And my name's Eric Sean Vogel, he, him, his. For Songbird, I will be co-directing with Francesca Zambello. It's the love story between these two struggling artists. They've been trying to make it. They are very sincere in their love for each other, but they can barely feed themselves. And into their lives walks this corrupt, rich guy who thinks that his money entitles him to anything that he wants. And what he wants is the songbird. Why New Orleans, why Prohibition Era, and why Mardi Gras? One of the first questions that we asked was, will we sing this piece in French or will we sing it in English? Good reasons for singing it in English were it's an operetta with dialogue. It's a comedy, so we wanted to land the jokes. And we're also performing outdoors. We didn't want this to feel like, you know, a lot of work to follow. So those were votes in the English camp. However, the French language just sounds so good and fun. And so the idea of New Orleans was my idea that we could have the best of both worlds. Once we landed on New Orleans and we realized we would be doing a jazz version rewritten by Maestro Lau, James Lau, the birth of jazz and the same time of prohibition just seemed to really go well with the story of Offenbach's La Pericole because you have corruption, politics, satire, debauchery, excess. It fits perfectly in that time period. But to get to New Orleans, we need to sound like New Orleans. And that's where Maestro Lau comes in. This is a demo of Maestro Lau's arrangement of the aria Incognito, in which that same rich guy goes out on the town in disguise. terror at first because my very first instinct is you want to what before i did anything i took literally about two weeks and i just listened to every single piece of recorded music from the 20s from new orleans and then what I did is I went through and I started to assign a song or three songs or five songs to each number in the show. So basically now there is a model for almost every song. The first recorded jazz song was 1917. So we're right at the beginning of recorded music. There were so many musicians that had recordings coming out at that time. Obviously, Louis Armstrong, he had two bands, the Hot Five and the Hot Seven. 
Jelly Roll Morton, Kid Ori, Sidney Bechet, King Oliver, who Louis Armstrong played with, and Clarence Williams. So Maestro had plenty of resources from which to draw. It's such a specific crossword puzzle, this writing of lyrics to existing music. And you will hear a lot of people say, oh, opera in English sounds terrible. English is just not a good language for singing. But you know, tell that to Sondheim, tell that to Rodgers and Hammerstein. English is a great language for singing, but it takes care when you're retrofitting words to existing music. If there's a high note in the middle of the phrase, it's because it was written to land on a certain word that was there in the French syntax, but wouldn't be there in the English syntax. That's just a lot of me sitting at the kitchen table, wrestling with the lines and trying to solve the puzzle. So I come up with one solution and then I have a conversation with Eric or with Jim. And sometimes then I have to come up with a new solution. The first step in this process was an interesting one because we wanted to have this in French and in English. And I wanted to be able to throw some French into the English so that the seams wouldn't show as much. I started off just by making lists of cognates or words that are French words that we use in the English language. Because I thought if I can throw those in, then that's gonna help us marry the French part and the English part. The reorchestration, how has that changed your understanding of bodies on a stage? It depends. If I'm doing a grand opera, the music dictates images like a 3D puzzle. And I kind of stage geographically that coincides with the music and then go to story. But because we only have a cast of 11, I'm actually doing the reverse on this one. Per character, what would they be doing in this moment and then blowing it up? I like (laughs) to have as many answers in my head ready for which direction the performer chooses their adventure. I will definitely guide them along, but I don't want to dictate what they should do, but I want to have answers in case they ask. And we have really, really smart cast, a really smart cast. One of the things that I love about Eric's work is that even if it's a gigantic chorus, it's never the chorus as a unit. It's always individual characters, whether it's 10, 20, or 30 of them. And that's been part of what's exciting about working on this adaptation with him. You know, for instance, we have the the three cousins, the three muses. And before I even started working on the translation, he had these ideas of three very specific characters that made it really easy for me to put distinctive words in their mouths. It could be any iconic trio of a musical or an opera. And I thought, well, let's break them down even more. We've got the older one who's very pragmatic and helps run the bar. We've got the bartender who's kind of inspired by Marlena Dietrich and she'll be in a pantsuit. And then we've got the super young Bridget Bardot type who's running around flirting with everyone in a butterfly costume. Are you curious? Me too. And there are specific ways that Songbird can heal some of the difficulty of the last year. When we realized it was going to be like a year and a long time, my very first thought was comedies are what we need. Everybody's going to write isolation, (laughs) solitude, and everybody's going to do that. And I know they're going to do that, right? And And don't get me wrong, I think it's important. And I think we need that too. Yeah. But my first thought was, oh my God, people just need to smile and laugh. I think we all see ourselves in these artists who are balancing making a living and making a life and thinking about what choices, what sacrifices on both sides you have to make. 
I cannot wait to be in the room with my colleagues that I love so much and the company that I consider my home. And I can't wait to hear music live. I just, I can't wait for our first day of rehearsal. I have nothing to add. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Glimmer glass. Thank you so much for listening to the Glimmercast. Once again, my name is Charlotte Mascaloni, and I'm your host, editor, and producer. Our audio engineer is Joel Moraine, and we have something to say about that. Did you hear? It's Joel's 25th year! Woo! Happy 25th year with Glimmerglass, Joel! Kelly Rourke is our dramaturg and the librettist and translator behind this adaptation of Songbird. Our director of communications is Brittany Lesavoy, and our communications associate is Mikai Eastman. Our theme music is produced by Elijah Sokolow. Our graphic design is by Kate Ale. Today, I want to give a shout out to the Glimmerglass geese, an unruly gaggle which live in the fire pond and glare at you as you enter campus. Here's to you, geese! To book your tickets for Songbird, running July 30th to August 13th, visit www.glimmerglass.org or call our box office at 607-547-2255. Remember to follow the Glimmerglass Festival on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube.